Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. In this episode, I am so excited to be chatting with Jenna Black, a business success and abundance coach who supports women in remembering who they are so they can go all in to create abundance on every level. I have been so looking forward to connecting with Jenna because not only does she have such a beautiful spirit, but she shares so much amazing wisdom online that I wish all of us could just kind of download into our brains so we can learn to open ourselves up to the possibility that we really could be incredibly abundant if we simply allowed ourselves to be and came to value ourselves and what we're here to offer the world more. Today, we are specifically talking about rewiring your money mindset so you can step fully into your next level of influence, impact, and income by being your true self and how you can raise your energetic frequency to be a vibrational match for abundance. So let's make it happen. Hi, Jenna. Welcome to the show. Hi, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. And that's such a lovely introduction. So thank you so much. Yeah, I am so happy you're here. Yes, me too. First of all, let me ask you, why have you decided to make it your mission to blend the mystical and the practical as you do to really activate women to open themselves up to attract greater abundance in the first place? Yeah, well, I think it's part of my mission because I'm really passionate about helping women in particular with stepping into their calling, following their purpose and turning that into prosperity because I really believe that when you know visionary spiritual women are abundant and in overflow, they're able to share their gifts with the world on such a bigger scale and they're able to make the impact that they're here to make. And for me, it's my mission because I can see the legacy of that. I can see the bigger ripple effect of women owning their worth and stepping into their power and being abundant on every level. So yeah, I really, for me, it's it's a global thing and it's a legacy that I want to leave. And I really think that we're all part of the divine feminine rising. And I think there's so much power in that. So did you grow up with a powerful money mindset or is that something that you cultivated and then through that process, you were able to share that? journey with other people? Yeah, no, I definitely didn't have an abundance mindset when I grew up. I would say that I really only started looking at my own money mindset about five years ago. And before that, I didn't even know it was a thing. (laughs) I wasn't even aware of what money mindset was. So yeah, growing up, I live in Australia and I grew up in Sydney. My parents are amazing people, but you know, we always just lived the kind of average Australian life as we call it here. It's kind of like middle-class Aussie family, you live in the suburbs, you know, you have a dog, a couple of kids. Um, And so for me, it was just being part of that kind of average Australian culture. I had to really do work around shifting out of that 
definitely I didn't have the abundance mindset that I do now. There was a lot of self-worth issues when I was younger, particularly when I started my business, more started to uncover, right? That's when I really started my money mindset journey in the first couple of years of my business because I realized that something was holding me back. Something was holding me back from the impact and from stepping up and from creating more wealth and being able to share my message on a bigger scale. So I had to start to discover that for myself. So that was really where my journey began in terms of my own money mindset and uncovering those beliefs. What are a couple of money mindset beliefs that you had before that you don't have anymore that you're kind of helping people see through your work? Yeah, well, I think two big ones for me. One was that making more money is going to require hard work and that I'll somehow have to be like hustling 24-7 and burning out and not having time to do life or to spend time with my family and my friends or anything like that. So that's a really big one that I see, particularly in Australian culture, just growing up here, I've witnessed that it's so ingrained in us that, you know, you go to work, you work the nine to five, you trade your hours for dollars. And then if you want to make more money, you're going to have to work harder in terms of like physical hours and all of that, right? And be kind of everything about your job and not much balance or spaciousness. So for me, that was something I really had to work through, particularly because my parents set that example for me. And that was where I got that belief. Another one that I had to unpack that I see, particularly in, in our kind of industry, Natalie, with like, you know, more spiritual women is that I can't be paid for my spiritual gifts or what comes easily to me. You know, I don't deserve to be paid for that or that we can't be rich and spiritual at the same time. That's a really ingrained belief that a lot of us have as well. So for me, that was exploring the fact that actually I get to be abundant in a way that I'm just being who I am and I get to be paid just for being who I am and for sharing my message. And that gets to be easy and I deserve that. And actually, when I receive that, I'm giving back anyway. So yeah, it was it was interesting to kind of go through my own money beliefs, but those two definitely stand out. And I think the work that I do now with women, they are quite core beliefs that I usually work with people around. Yeah, I see that so much in my work too, just not really believing in your value. I'll do a reading for someone and I'm like, you're really, really good at this and you're really good at this. And this is like a unique combination and I don't see this very often. And they're like, oh, wow, I never thought about that actually being valuable because if it comes so easily to you, you almost don't value it as much because you didn't have to work yeah. hard for it, like you said, which is so interesting. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I think often, yeah, we have this idea that if we're going to create success or abundance, we're going to have to go and like learn all these skills that are really tricky or like put all these hours in things. But often it's what comes so easily and what actually feels really good as well and what feels fun and flow based that are the things that make us abundant. And that, yeah, often we need someone else to highlight that for us, right? Like you do with your clients. So yeah, it's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite thing about running your business today? Yeah, I think it's definitely the women that I work with. I mean, I'm just so honored to work and help the most amazing women. Like the women that I'm working with are really here with a, a calling and a purpose and they're going all in on that getting to see the ripple effect of that in their communities, you know, with their clients, with their family, with their friends. Yeah, that's that's probably my most favorite thing. It's just the work and actually seeing my message get out there and impact lives. It's, yeah, pretty powerful. Let's go ahead, bring up your astrology chart because it's so amazing how what you do is perfectly reflected in your chart. And I always say this over and over again, but <laughs> I think that's why I'm an astrologer, right? Because I yeah. just love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. 
So you are actually a Cancer sun and moon, although both of these are in different houses. You express yourself the best when you are feeling secure and you're able to help others feel secure as well. Cancer has a lot to do with feeling comfortable and safe and having what you need far into the future. Obviously something that money and abundance can help provide. Yeah. Your sun in Cancer is in your second house of values, desires, and goal setting. It's really by being a coach and encouraging others to believe in their worth and to get clear on what they really, really want to call in, like what they actually want, if they could have anything, Yeah, really believing that they can have it. And by doing that, that's how you shine the most. Oh, I love that. That makes so much sense. I've actually never heard that description before, you know, being a Cancerian, I get taught, well, I know the the general Cancerian traits of sensitivity and nurturing and, you know, making a home base and security. But yeah, I've never heard that different aspect to it. That makes total sense. Yeah. It's so interesting because I usually think of the second house as being the house of manifestation as well. Mm. You're a coach, but you're coaching in a more like warm way. And the fact that you work with women makes a lot of sense as well Mm. as cancers. Feminine sign and creating comfort and stability like in a feminine way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of hustling, which would be more Capricorn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I love that. You know, the work that I do with women is really about um, allowing them to get into a state of flow and to create a lot of spaciousness, representing abundance on every level of their life. So, you know, creating that balance, that flow, being able to, you know, make space in your day for what really fills you up and what feels good. And rather than feeling like you have to hustle all the time. So that definitely aligns. <laughs> and using how you feel as like a barometer of whether you're moving in the right direction or not too, which is more of like an intuitive sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've always been highly intuitive. So, and that's definitely what guides my business a lot. Your moon is also in cancer, but it's in the third house of social networking. Mm. So you were born the day after a new moon which gives you this ability to believe in and envision endless possibilities. But since it's the day after, it's not just to leave them as an intention. It's also about starting to take steps forward to see how you could actually make them real. It's crazy when you're saying this. It's like, wow, that makes so much sense. And it's so cool because you are the happiest when you're able to speak and talk and communicate with other people and be a resource about this topic of creating more security by keeping in mind the emotional side of it as well and how security and comfort makes us feel when we have it and when we don't have it, really nurturing others to bring out their best selves so they can go after what they actually really want deep down through your words and your ideas. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, because when I work with clients, they'll tell me what they want. I'm like, is that what you really want? Like, let's get to the deep vision and desires that you really want if you were unlimited, right? If you believed you're unlimited, completely makes sense. Yeah, it's crazy how we put a cap on it. We're Mm. like, eh, this is good enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it just comes back to our beliefs, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Over and over. Always. (laughs) So then your rising sign is in Taurus, which I love because Taurus to me is the ultimate sign for luxuriating in life's pleasures. Mm. And this shows that your job or your role in the world is to help provide a feeling of stability, serenity, and calm in others. 
which comes through not only in like how you actually portray yourself, like you have a calming presence, but these are also all things that can come from being able to generate more wealth for yourself Mm. as well. Oh yeah. Love that. And definitely about that kind of luxe feeling, you know, like creating a sense of luxuriousness in your own way. And not apologizing for it or feeling like it's too much or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, dropping the guilt. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So then the last part of your cosmic calling, as I like to call it, is your career line. And it is in Aquarius. So the way that you provide stability, serenity, and calm and going back to your sun and cancer and like encouraging others to believe in their worth and their ability to get what they want is all meant to be done in a new age way that has more to do with energy and vibration than anything else. Wow. (laughs) I've never heard that before. Well, I never looked at that part of my chart, but yeah, totally. I mean, I speak in energy. I always say that to my friends. (laughs) The way that I speak has always been, I've always felt like I express myself differently and, you know, love to talk about emotions and energy and vibration. And yes, I can absolutely see how that, how that fits. I never quite know what's going to come up, but I can just tell by the way you show up and portray yourself and you're so clear in your message that it's going to be in alignment and it's always in a whole different way than I expected. So it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love all those elements you mentioned. I mean, just unpacking that in a totally different way. Cause I think for me, as I said before, like I, I've always just explored the Cancerian side of things, but, and looking a little bit at Taurus as my rising sign, but not not in that much depth or not in that perspective. So that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And there's so many other things on here that would be really fun to go into, but I'd love to talk more about this idea of raising our vibration and how the simple act of focusing on our energy can really change everything when it comes to welcoming in more abundance. Would you mind chatting more about that? Yeah, well, I think to start with just understanding like what our emotions are trying to tell us, right? So even when it comes down to business, really getting into that state where you're trusting how you feel in everything that you do and following your soul, following your intuition, right? What I see a lot, particularly in the business industry is people getting misaligned to their vision or what they really want to create in their life because of all the noise online and because of, you know, this feeling of, being pressured to do things a certain way, or, you know, there's a lot of different trainings out there, like five steps to do this or whatever it might be. We see all the different things out there. And I think that, you know, when I first started my business, as an example, I was very much caught up in that and very much pulled off my path because I was distracted by bright, shiny object and not really trusting my soul. wasn't really harnessing my intuition. So I think in terms of raising our energetic frequency to kind of pull it back, It's about firstly trusting ourselves, right? Developing that beautiful intuition from within, giving ourselves permission to go after what feels good and follow what is exciting and what feels really connected and aligned for us. Because I think it's so easy to get pulled off track, particularly if you're new to business or if you're, you know, just starting off on like your manifestation journey or wherever you're at. Ultimately, it's number one, starting with how you feel and really letting your emotions guide you. So I like to apply that to my business, but also just all areas of my life. I talk a lot about being abundant on every level. And what I mean by that is really raising our wealth frequency and our um, energetic frequency into all aspects of our life. Because I think when I talk about abundance, people 
usually go straight to money, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about, but abundance is so much more than money, right? Yes, it's a, a portion, but abundance is about being in alignment with who you really are and showing up as your fullest expression, letting your calling and your purpose be shared with the world and then creating abundance in your relationships and your self-care and your health and your creativity and just really looking holistically. So raising our wealth frequency is about number one, trusting what we are guided to do, what our soul is guiding us to do and following that when maybe not everyone is doing it that way, right? I know when I first started my business, particularly talking about abundance, it was like, it was so offbeat from what I was doing before. And it was so different to what I was doing before, but I just had to trust myself and keep following my intuition. And it's never led me astray. Right. And so I think raising our wealth frequency not only starts with that, with harnessing that intuition, but it's also about looking at all those pockets of our life and our business and asking ourselves, like, where do we feel scarcity or lacking? Where do we feel that we are not fully in alignment and what needs to change? So it always starts with our beliefs. And I know we're going to dive into beliefs a little bit more, but it always starts with what we're thinking and feeling inside and then what actions we're taking in our business and life. So you can raise your wealth frequency in so many different ways, but it's really about taking action in a way that makes you feel how you desire to feel so that you're in alignment with what your desires are. Whatever goals you have for your life, whatever vision you want to create and manifest, thinking and feeling and taking action from the space of being connected to that thing, being an energetic match for that desire. And so just to like give you some practical things you can do, it's number one, harnessing the intuition. Number two, like absolutely creating some sort of a daily ritual or routine that makes you raise your vibration. So it could be, you know, journaling in the morning or meditation. It could be even going for a walk outside, yoga, putting on music, whatever it is that makes you raise your vibration, gratitude, all those amazing things and making that a commitment to your soul, right? And doing that consistently. Ultimately, I think the key to doing that, to raising your energetic frequency is about giving yourself permission to receive abundance, giving yourself permission to start believing that you're worthy of every desire that you have, knowing that your desires actually show up in your heart because they're meant for you. Otherwise we wouldn't have them. We wouldn't desire them. And changing your beliefs and your feelings and your actions to be in alignment with those things. Yes. I find even just reminding yourself of what you want is such a simple thing. Yeah. <laughs> because we just kind of go throughout our day with our to-do list and like, oh, I have to get this done. I have to get this done. But what do you want to come out of it as part of your ritual when you're journaling or meditating, just reminding yourself of what that is? Yeah. Like that alone changes so many things because suddenly your actions, which stem from your beliefs, are going to take you towards that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's easy to get misaligned, I think, right? Particularly if you're in business and you're kind of new to what you're doing. So it's about cultivating intention in your day and being intentional with your actions and your beliefs and your emotions. And yeah, as you said, like just reminding yourself of what you actually want, which is why I'm so passionate about helping women actually create what they really want, not what they think others want for them or what they think is just enough for them or what they're worthy of, but really going to that next level, embodying that energy so much that it's just a part of who you are. I know you use a lot of affirmations in your work too. So are there some ones that you really love or a couple that you recommend a lot? Yeah. I mean, I think affirmations are really personal. 
So I usually like to work with people individually to craft their own. But for me at the moment, just to give you an insight into what I'm using at the moment, one of my favorite ones is my money increases daily as if by magic. And that just allows me to open myself up to money flowing to me in expected, but also unexpected ways. When it comes to money in particular, we can kind of almost believe that it's just going to come to us, you know, through our clients, or we're just going to get paid this certain way. And we start to limit how abundance shows up. So being really open to it coming in all different ways is really exciting. But yeah, I think affirmations are something really personal. I know one that I first started with was around my self-worth and it was just, I just stood in front of the mirror every day and I just said, I am worthy. I am powerful. I am capable. I am enough. And I repeated that over and over and over. And that was something that it didn't quite feel like I believed it at the start. And then gradually just really anchor into it and it becomes your new belief and, and your brain starts to rewire over time. Even just on a side note here, I love to play with the idea that affirmations are also declarations and you can really declare it as done. And using wording that feels good for you, that's why I think they're really personal. And I like to kind of work with clients to customize their own rather than like giving them specific ones. Because I think using words around affirmations that using certain language that feels good for you, because you have to, you have to be able to believe it. So even if you're just new to mindset work or money mindset work, saying something like I am rich feels completely too far off and you don't believe it yet. You can start to say something like I'm on my way to believing that I'm abundant or I'm on my way to believing that I'm worthy, right? And just start to use those bridging kind of words. And then over time, you start to really affirm it as if it's already done. That's such a good point because an affirmation that goes back to that idea of energy, like you need to feel the energy of it for it to mm-hmm. kind of push you and give you the momentum you need to believe it and yeah. bring it into your life. Yeah. And I think that also comes from realizing what stories you have. Because a lot of times I think your affirmation is rewriting your story yeah, and just telling yourself, actually, this is the real story. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that unless you know what your actual story is. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be able to, you know, have that starting point of what the limiting belief is or what the fear is and then choosing to rewrite it using the affirmation, which when you actually identify your limiting beliefs, you can just say, well, what's the exact opposite of that? And that can start to form your affirmations if you're just getting started. And to make sure you're choosing ones that feel really, really good too. (laughs) Yeah. Ones that feel good for you. Like my ones can inspire you, but they might not be. It's about creating something that's custom for you and using it in your own wording as well, your own language. It's definitely fun to play around with and, and come up with different ones. What are some examples of transformations you've seen happen when you're working with clients on doing this work? In general, seeing the women that I work with come to me feeling really unsure and really unworthy and then end up at the end of our time working together. You know, they've doubled, tripled their prices. They've, they're booked out with clients. They're maybe completely changed their business model into actually what they want to do. So that's something that I see a lot. It's like they come to me and they, they think they want to do something, but they've actually been limiting themselves with that. And then we work together to really overcome their self-worth issues and step into what they really want to create. That's really exciting because I start to see a lot of traction around their brands and their communities for them, you know, in a physical sense, like making making more money and actually being able to have that sense of security that we we're talking about back to my chart, like, give, you know, helping people with a sense of security around money. So, yeah, I mean, I've had so many amazing stories, but in general, it's really I, when I boil it down to what I really do, it's helping women remember who they are and go all in. 
and that's something that I say a lot in my business. But to me, that means remembering who you are is coming back home to the fact that you are divinely worthy and that we're all abundant. And that's our natural essence. From that space, going all in means actually giving yourself permission to be, do and have what it is that you really desire and to release the resistance to receiving that. So yeah, I've seen some amazing things, you know, like doing some clearing around money beliefs and then clients having a whole bunch of new clients coming through the next day or the universe sending something magical their way after we've done some clearing or some releasing or rewiring of their beliefs. So yeah, there's all magical things that happen (laughs) once you start to do this work and start to affirm that you really are worthy and release anything that doesn't serve you anymore. It's so amazing how once you've decided that you want something Mm -hmm. and it's like a high level, like maybe higher than you, like a bigger goal or intention than you had before, how it automatically realigns so many things in your life. Yeah. Because you start to notice, okay, if I really want that, then this offering isn't going to get me there. Yeah. Or this way of showing up in the world isn't going to get me there. Mm -hmm. Or people aren't going to see me as someone who charges this much. So I need to start thinking as being that person too. It's about being brave, right? Because a lot can shift. Like once you place your order with the universe, as I call it, the universe will line up to deliver. A lot of people will kind of still block those signs or those things because they're still like, no, this can't be true. I'm not that worthy of it yet. But when I work with my clients, I've really helped them to allow that to come through and allow themselves to receive, right? Prepare them to receive it and be open to taking those brave steps forward to really up level. So yeah, definitely a lot of changes can happen really quickly. So it's just about being brave and following the intuition and going for it. And believing that your life can actually be a really magical experience and it doesn't just have to be the way life has been in the past or it's just something you have to get through or you just make this much money and you have this like cookie cutter life. It can be literally anything you want and it starts with your desires and getting in tune with that. Yeah, absolutely. And then that will ripple out into everyone else. And by you kind of shining your light and being an example, it also gives more people permission to do that too. Yeah. And I love that you said that because that's that's a really important part of my work. I think the bigger impact I want to make is that ripple effect. Because I really think that a lot of the time we feel guilty around, say, being abundant. You know, like if I was really wealthy or successful, I would feel guilty right? I hear that a lot from people or even on a subconscious level, I can see that that's what's holding them back. And I think it's just about releasing that guilt because as you said, as we are abundant, like we're shining our light, we're leading by example. And actually when you're abundant, you're, you're naturally giving, right? So you're naturally giving back through your energy because you're at that higher frequency, going back to that energetic frequency we were talking about before. So as you're filling your cup, you're naturally giving just by being who you are. And you're inviting people to step up to, to rise as well into all of their, all of who they're meant to be as well. So yeah, it's really powerful. The ripple effect is so important. Yeah. I know when I started making more money, I just wanted to give and like, I've just became so generous, like always wanting to pay for people's things. And then I start to feel kind of embarrassed about it because then they might look at me differently or like, you know, those like those limiting beliefs are coming up even as you're growing and as you're stepping into the vibration. Even when you believe it, you get hit with other people's beliefs or your perception of their beliefs too. Yeah. So it's interesting how there's always another level to it. Oh yeah. So many layers. 
<laughs> we're a work in progress, but that's what I love about it. It's always, you know, even I've done money mindset work for so many years, but I'm, I still come up against limiting beliefs around money as I up level, right? So it's just about knowing that it's not something you just do once and then it's done. It, it is a practice and it's a ritual and it's really self-love. The more that you can do a mindset practice and have a practice around your money or around your self-worth, it's a lifelong commitment, let's put it that way. But it's so beautiful because you're always unpacking a different layer or learning a different lesson. Yeah. And it's kind of fun because there's rewards that come with that, <laughs> that you can unlock along the way. Yeah, exactly. Is there anything else you'd like to share about manifesting abundance or creating abundance? Yeah. Well, I think just in general to remember that our natural essence is to be abundant and it's our birthright. And when I first heard that, it felt really like, really, you know, are you sure? (laughs) Um, But the more I've explored this work, the more I know that that is absolutely true. And so it's about knowing that your natural state is abundance. And abundance is actually something we choose. It's not something we go and have to find or work hard for. We just choose it from within. You get to choose it right now with no matter where you're at in your journey. And that starts by choosing new beliefs, choosing to rewrite your money story, choosing to feel a different way, choosing to take different action that moves you from a place of self-doubt or scarcity into self-worth, self-love and abundance. So yeah, I really just would love people listening to know that they have that ability to rewrite their story and you get to rewrite your story today. It gets to change right now just through how you're thinking and feeling and taking action. So how can people work with you if they'd like some support in raising their wealth frequency and being more of themselves to create more abundance? Yeah, well, they can find me firstly at AbundantBoss.com. That's my online home or Instagram at JennaBlack.inc. In terms of working with me, I've got many courses and coaching and all the things available, but I wanted to offer something for your listeners. So I've got a beautiful wealth frequency meditation. And that's to help raise your wealth frequency. So it's about 10 minutes and it's beautiful. And it just allows you to really call in that next level money goal that you have and embody the energy of the woman who already has it. So that's a little freebie that they can get at abundantboss.com slash wealth frequency. Thank you so much, Jenna, for coming on the show. I just know this episode is going to help so many people get started or even just continue, even if you're already on this journey and you already know about all of these ideas about what you could be doing to increase your abundance. Just the reminder, I think we can never be reminded enough that this is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Becoming more aware of your attitude surrounding money and success so you can take things to the next level in your life and business. And like you said, not let those old stories get in the way of experiencing more than you ever thought was possible initially until you prove yourself wrong. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Go out there and prove yourself wrong. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. (laughs) As we close out this episode, I would love to have you share a quote that has really inspired you. One of my favorite quotes that has stuck with me for many years is to trust the next chapter because you are the author. And I just love that because it goes back to what I was just saying about knowing that you have the power to rewrite your story because you are the one writing it. If you'd like to learn more about Jenna and her work as a business success and abundance coach, you can find her online at www.abundantboss.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram at jennablack.inc. You can also get access to her 10-minute money meditation 
for raising your wealth frequency by becoming a patron of The Cosmic Calling, where you'll also gain early access to future episodes and many other amazing resources from all of the previous episodes. Download the meditation and become a patron at patreon.com slash thecosmiccalling. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 37. For more information on astrology readings, reports, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling wherever you love to listen. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off an astrology reading or report. In our next episode, we'll be talking about writing a mission statement for your soul-led business that will magnetize your ideal audience like magic.